It's the Soul Material Podcast, and we're back for another episode. The podcast you cheer for with your boy EO and T Market Street Shark. Always clarity over popularity. Yes, and dropping some knowledge, science, and the art. The art of acquisition, that is. Let's get it, Shark. Let's start the show. One more again with the Soul Material Podcast. This is your man, the OG himself. And T. Mark the Street Shark. We're going to go right and dive right into deep waters here. Talk about what's going on in the sneaker community amongst the uh, end users or those within the hobby. As far as um, plugs and connects and um, the buying and selling and things that are going on um, recently with just the uh, greed and the corruption of the culture um, overall as uh, we within the hobby um, tend to just uh, not do things the way they need to be done. And we're going to go into that into detail as far as defining what um, a true plug and connect, I guess, was social media and what it is now and um, some of the downfalls and what's going on. And we're going to take it from there and just go right into deep waters and, and try to keep this as, um, guess as tunnel vision as we are but you know once you start talking about this type of thing we can go everywhere so i just want to just give a disclaimer that um with tony and i we do these things there's no production meeting there's no whiteboard with what we're going to discuss and go back and forth on um we pick a topic that may be relevant either to us or to what's going on timely um out in the world we turn on the mics we just go for it so what you're getting right now is rough rugged and raw and organic and this is what we do yeah, so because we actually, you know, sometimes we're just chatting on the, you know, voice messages and uh, texting, but this one turned into a, a, a big deal that we were like, oh, we have to. And then even me talking about the what's going on in the business, um, I didn't even know that you had some little connections and got a personal <laughs> story to tell um, as well. But, you know, when it comes to these plugs and connects, you know, um, everyone wants to be the plug and be the connect, you know, uh, it wasn't you know, just enter the game and be a part of it. It's like, no, I have to be somebody in it. And somewhere along the lines, um, everyone wanted to be the man um, instead of just, you know, being the guy with the shoes, uh, with the shoes that you like. Um, so, yeah. So I'll let you uh, kick it off, you know, because we, you know, there's so many different ways we can go. But Understood. But I would want to us to kind of mirror what we did in our um, Hobby versus Hustle episode that's a plug for y'all to just go in and check that out. Um, just kind of define um, what a plug and what a connect um, was or is or how it's supposed to be. And um, I could tell all you old heads out there who were a part of the um, 2000s, late 90s, you know, Nike talk, um, you know, in style shoes, so collector era. Um, this is just a sit back and listen to you guys already know. Um, but for everyone who's Generation Z and above, this may be news to you. So um, pull out your rug and sit down and listen up. Because um, there were once upon a time where um, there was plugs and there were connects in this hobby because the accessibility and availability was not as regulated, if you will, um, as it is now. 
So yes, and let me just again because this I just want everyone to. Get, I, I probably did this in the hobby versus hustle too. So I just maybe rewind really quick one more time. Plugs and connect for our audience. Is a plug and a connect the same thing, or was it different? And now is this like what? Are, when we say in plug and connect, are they interchangeable words? So while we can talk about it, I just want our audience to know what we're talking about. So we're starting with the past. Is a plug and a connect the same thing? That's like asking me if Jordan and Pippen are the same, but that's again me and my background. But um, there was once upon a time before we got into this direct to consumer model that has made things a whole lot more difficult to obtain sneakers and guys uh, having these sell trade shops and stores and getting stuff from overseas and backdooring and so forth, where um, the availability for sneakers were a whole lot more as far as just going to a store. So if you were a person in a certain area outside of probably state of California, whether you were in Carolina, Idaho, Virginia, Maine, um, outside of probably New York and California for the most part, because those have always been um, the hottest spots as far as it's always been a higher um, demand and accessibility. Um, with you having the fortitude, the integrity, communication skills, and so forth, um, you could become a plug through a connect. And a connect was usually um, a store manager or someone of that rank or higher store um, that had the availability through what they were getting through FedEx or UPS so forth through their stores and um, you connect with those guys to get what you needed. Usually there was a consistent relationship with that so um, I was one of those people that um, endured that role for a while. My role was necessarily not to make money as a quote-unquote plug and people will tell you this. As a Hazel was there to be a help and I was there to kind of combat all the degree and corruption that was going on even then. Um, but then I became a minority. Then I became a person that was like, you must be crazy to not capitalize. We need to capitalize and how, but again, I've always been in this hobby. It's not been a hustle for me. Um, so I became a quote unquote plug because just through knowing managers, knowing folks, even a person that's across from me, Hey Kev, what sizes you need? <laughs> Excuse me. Okay. Well, um, let me get a 10, 10 and a half, 11 and a 12. And you know, Back then, you had Nike Talk and so forth, but it wasn't any social media so forth that was going on. So but outside of eBay, everything was message boards on your reputation, and everything was on honesty of you getting funds either through PayPal um, or transfer, mailing stuff out. And guys on message boards would give you you know, a thumbs up or talk about your reputation is how things were kind of built. So I became a plug for about 15 years. Um, benefited me because I was one of those people that always just wanted to make sure I got my stuff for free. So again, giving back to the community and making sure um, the dollar stayed in the community, that what, what I was all about, but connects with people who actually got the product and had availability to the product that was authentic. And um, that was then. Yeah, and so pause, um, just, you know, I guess I'm doing some commentary uh, on the side with the footnotes here to just say, again, plug, connect, different. One comes before the other one, all right? Um, connect. You're is a connection. You're a connector. You're you're a bridge. All right. Um, means the true essence of the connect is, especially if you connect in the industry for the culture and you're for the culture. Notice what you just said, Kev. You people would tell you, why aren't you taking advantage of this? Mm. So you were connect. You built bridges, but you didn't build the bridges with toll booths on them because it was meant for people to share knowledge, share information, because you sharing wasn't 
an intrusion of what you would have less of, right? So again, I'm just message, um, just some life in there <laughs> um, as well. Just when we're talking about the relationships, um, you know, we might have to go all the way back to like episode. <laughs> to an exhibition to talk about relationships, um, um, you know, but that's what we're talking about with the connect. It has a lot to do with the relationship that you have, and it's not a exploitative relationship. Um, and that may have what it turned into when, you know, one to many relationships, meaning one connect, many plugs uh, came into that. And what if the, if you just imagine that, that socket <laughs> overloading. <laughs> definitely a, a drop cord that's definitely going to uh, definitely just going to air out definitely and give all kind of sparks because what's going on now because you don't have the um, consistency as you once did and you have the explosion of social media and explosion of the popularity of sneakers and the sneaker culture where everyone and it's a term that Tony um, always uses just being a vulture in the culture in a community it's about big business. Yep. So no social, integrity at yeah. all. So with social media alone, um, you have a lot of guys who can advertise themselves to be something they may be for three months, maybe six months, maybe even three years. Um, but they can, um, unfortunately, use their reputation um, for bad and to get you. And, and again, because correct. so now we're highlighting the the nature of the connect, that connection, that bridge, the atmosphere the environment changed right because we you the stuff you described back in the day is is in person hmm. you, you know you had to pick up the phone and call them that was the most distance that you had you had, but now we're talking about social media all right so what else does social media add to it it takes away from the personal nature so there's no personal interactions um and then now you get what comes into play we've already talked about this many a times we had a whole episode about it optics all right. Now we have blind spots um, that are accepted, and now the optics where you get to hide in those blind spots. Your integrity hides in the blind spots, um, and then now, um, you know, here come the vultures. Because people can self-promote themselves as a connector or a plug, and they can be neither or either. And um, this has come about because of the recent news, and it's public now. So we ain't trying to blast anybody, but it's public information is out there, and even most of us. Um, who have been in a community or part of me have gotten um, a direct email because I assume that his um, lawyers or his legal team is making sure whoever he ever has been in contact with, anyone even has anything related to sneakers in any form whatsoever, whether social media platform or so forth, they're getting um, information about this. But um, the guy that owned um, Zeta Kicks, Z-A-D-E-H-K-I-C-K-S, Zeta Kicks, um, out of nowhere, it's this huge email on the website basically saying, hey, um, business is shut closed. I'm sorry if you pre-ordered and have money with me, you ain't getting it back. And um, please do not harass my family. If you have any questions, here's number to the FBI. Um, have a good the day. The FBI? Have a good day. Oh, okay. Yep. Okay. So um, with that being said, um, Nice Kicks and a few other um, websites, social media platforms, um, just put that out there because they probably got the email as well. And we are in a predicament in which um, people who are trying to be plugs or connect themselves was using him as a source, obviously, because we're talking about people who have posted publicly of investing 77,000, 30,000, 
$15,000 with him now to get things in advance. In advance as the Chicago ones that don't come out until late fourth quarter of this year, um, which talking about months from now. So what kind of trust do you have in someone or what kind of, uh, I will say, um, chance you're taking um, to invest in someone, as Tony just said, who you have not had a phone call with, you have not met one-on-one, hasn't shaken his hand, haven't even went out to lunch with him, and you are going to um, just trust $77,000 with this guy for him to hold as a no interest loan for many, many months throughout the year. And as Tony and I have talked about back and forth when this news came out, um, you can't tell me he wasn't, as the saying says, um, robbing Peter to pay Paul um, with other people's funds and so forth. And now he's at a point where he has uh, filed Chapter 7 bankruptcy, so all his personal assets are protected. Um, yeah, that's, that's why we're really here, because of the the filing status of the, the bankruptcy and then who becomes the the creditors, uh, who owns everything, you know, like you said, personal business mm-hmm. uh, goes to personal estate and then now everything that's owed is now, that's why you got to contact the FBI now because they're in charge of uh, recouping. So a lot of people uh, hope you can get those chargebacks in fast enough. But it's hard for me to believe that he wasn't using these funds for personal benefit but his personal benefits are protected. And this is where things really get um, just out of line and shady as a black eye on the community because um, as Tony and I discussed, you gotta be just more careful and you gotta realize that once you don't have a handshake with someone, you don't have anything contractually bound, you have anything legal, um, people are gonna do what they're gonna do for whatever reasons. I mean, the business, you know, and again, I haven't done business with him, so, um, but from what I've learned, you know, it's heavy on the pre-order, the nature of the pre-order. That's that's why someone owes seventy thousand um, dollars because it was all pre-ordered for multiple shoes. So, wow, that's a crapshoot, um, you know. Um, and you're probably trying to. There's a good chance that those people aren't trying to be plugs. They're trying to be connects. And they're trying to connect to the connect. Um, and just imagine the six degrees of separation of how many people are doing that just off of his origin, right? And the last time I checked, this looked like a pyramid scheme. This looked like a Ponzi scam, um, you know? And that's what we've been trying to tell you f- for the longest time since we've been, that's why we've been doing this podcast, is to educate you on who's real, who's not. Um, if, it's, if it walks like a duck, it quacks like a duck, it's probably a duck. Um, and in this situation, um, you know, this is Bruce McDuck <laughs> because, you know, he thought he was swimming in the money, but that wasn't him, um, you know, because what people get caught up in is cash flow um, as if, you know, that's net. That is not um, you, you're taking, like you said, Rob, Peter, Gary, Paul, you're just going to always take somebody's money to give it to the next thing, um, which meant that you, you use your business as a revolving door. So you, there's no way that you um, – didn't double dip um, at that point in time. And then there's other, you know, I was reading about an insurance situation where uh, um, you got to claim like $200,000 or something like that off of a fire off of his storage unit or something. And the details go something like, again, um, you know, I'm glossing through some of this stuff, but, you know, the details are like um, a little ridiculous. 
like a stray cat hit a trash can and knocked over a candle and then burnt down half the inventory. $200,000 later, you know, and they're trying to say, well, the insurance company wasn't going to give them the value of the shoe. So if you had a Yeezy uh, Red Octobers and you paid retail price for them, they're not going to give you $4,000, um, you know, but you still got something, <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, and it was as close, It was they say it's closer to retail, um, but the fact of the matter is, you know, you had Yeezys that you couldn't sell. Um, but anyway, um, you know what I'm saying? That you, we, did anyone uh, check the authenticity of what was burnt up and all this other, you know what I mean? Like, anyway, uh, I don't want to, you know, make those claims, um, but. But fraud and corruption, fraud and corruption, Tony. That's yeah. fraud and corruption. And one thing that you mentioned as far as. Um, and when the customers look like targets, this is businesses get built around go. it to target you. This reminds me. And this is going to be a little harsh, so y'all follow me here. My favorite Manny series on TV right now is We Own the City on HBO. And um, it is basically detailing um, a, a task force for guns in Baltimore um, in which it's showing how corrupt they were um, with doing their jobs. And what has happened in one of the episodes is that um, they got a pointer to go into someone's house and look in their house, for, look, looking for guns. And they found a couple of guns, but they also found money. And instead of returning that money to, uh, you know, the police department and so forth, the police were pocketing this money. And when they pocketed this money, this $10,000 from this young man, it wasn't his money. It was someone else's money. This young man, because of being robbed by the police, um, was killed. And this goes to what I'm talking about as far as here, because I'm quite sure those big payments of $77,000 or $30,000 how far does that go because how many of these people that were trusting him with this money is promising other people's funds that they were given. So it reminds me of a, a situation I had, Tony, where um, I had a couple of buddies that had issues with obtaining um, the 7210s a few years ago, Jordans from a guy from Detroit. And I won't say his name because now um, he's been able to clean up his reputation and after 10 years later, or five years later, seven years later, be a holding person or, or what have you. Um, but whatever. I know he's a fraud. And he basically contacted him was like, well, hey, sorry, you know, my connect did me dirty. Here's his information. And it was like, hold on, dude. I, I gave you the money and PayPal you and you gave me this promise. So why are you giving me? the information for your connecting saying you're out of it because you had nothing to do with it. Like how am I supposed to trust your word now? And um, <laughs> it happens. And, and the fact that it happened on this scale, um, it's just unfortunate. A lot of people in our community, Tony, um, excuse my French, they ass out. They are asked out. If you didn't uh, go and do that PayPal, get your, um, your claim or what have you within 90 days, um, if knowing this information that just came out, um, you may be SOL. Yeah, and my response to that is good. You should get burned, all right? That's how it works, all right? And if you're really a hustler, you know, it's not about how much you make it. It's how, can you lose it all and get it right back? That's when those are the real hustlers. But, again, we know who's not a real hustler anyway. So that's why, you know, you're crying and complaining and, and, and passing the buck. Um, you know, I thought you was the connect. I thought you was the plug. I thought you was – which one was you? Um, you know, you can't pose as a connect and then come off as a plug that don't have no connect. Um, you know, and um, at the end of the day, you, 
you know, there's livelihoods and it's too much livelihood on the line um, because and it's because of those optics that swirled it all in together because people aren't being honest about what's going on. And so, people, this is why you're paying too much is because you're actually paying like for five other people to make 40 to 50 dollars, maybe a piece, a, a piece. Mm-hmm. Right. So because everyone wants to put their little hand on it, but they're not doing it right and there's too many hands in between so you're paying an extra hundred dollars because five people got 20 extra dollars because some of this stuff is not even but at the end of the day if the higher you are at some of these especially these backdoor claims or whatever where you know i've heard of some some stories about you know the uh marcus jordan you know and the the ones for his store the mm-hmm. trophy room mm-hmm. and uh, the rumors of the back doors and the mysterious meetings in vegas or whatever where they was showing up with a million dollars cash uh you know and then literally was like i'm gonna make a hundred dollars per shoe by doing this but spend a million uh, you know what i mean so you gonna make some money but it's just like that's your mode that's not gonna last and and it requires you to go get this inventory this way um you know what i mean and, and you know all the claims of you know did it really happen or didn't really happen well all we know is somewhere some dudes is you know sitting in a warehouse or their mom's whatever and got sitting on a throne of literally some of the limited edition shoes and it's like how did they get get them them. okay well this is how they're backdooring they don't care what they're telling you it is happening um and it's because it's buku bucks um behind the scenes but the irony is it's that cash flow that i was talking about earlier it's just all about high dollar cash flowing but your margins and and uh net they're not structured for longevity and for a successful business model um, because the players keep changing. Some of, they keep changing some of the rules because they don't want, because those people that are doing it, they don't want to be infiltrated. Right. Um, and they don't want to be told anything. They don't care to do it better. Um, you know, they just want to make their, their money and then claim their status um, and take their, you know, photo ops and make it a, uh, Make a name for themselves as the as the new plugs and the connects of the game. Which, uh, which the is short because you got to think no one's gonna make a career out of this. And from what I'm getting and what I see is that um, there's gonna come a point in time where that plug and connect is not a plug and connect anymore. So they take advantage of the opportunity. Yeah. And if, at if, a time if when people are saying that they're they're living off this stuff, they're not. They're talking about cash flow. They're not talking about net. <laughs> okay, so it's gonna dry up. And uh, from the previous episode that we did, we're talking about signature shoes. Talking about John Morant, you got some Fugazi Kobe's from one of these connects, buddy. And with my daughter being a huge John Morant fan, she asked me about where can she get those two. So that's a whole other caveat. If she didn't have an educated parent like me, most people don't. It's like, okay, fine. Let's just go online and let's Google those shoes. Oh, look, they're only 150 bucks. Yeah. You're getting a thirty dollar flea market shoe. I'm about for to say they bucks. shouldn't be a hundred fifty. But that's what people pay now. I mean, people pay now premium prices because they don't know any better for um, flea market and and counterfeit shoes. That's what what's is going it, on. The, what do they call them? The unauthorized authentics. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's like, always a new name. All these for something. new rules it's, it's, for it's, nothing. It's counterfeit and it's fake. Ain't not nothing else to it. It may so, look better than it did back on the day when I was going to flea markets and swap meets, but at least you knew it was fake. They advertised it, it was fake, and you paid a fake price. And the whole um, optics of, of just been that illusion that it's real 
or you should know that it's fake. And even on our, um, if you have Instagram and you are a sneakerhead and you go through a lot of the advertisers now that are on there, you have people that are on there. I ain't going to mention their name because I ain't trying to give them no more money they're already getting. But I had an advertiser come across my phone this morning, Tony, in which it was a company. And the difference is between um, their woman threes, I forgot the name of them, the white and gray woman threes, the ones they have and the ones that are real. Advertising like, yeah, we use authentic materials too. Just buy from us for cheaper advertising, and, and they, they, it got like eight hundred likes. And everyone yeah. making comments like, "Dude, those are fake. Those are counterfeit." But people are buying it because I actually paid for the advertising to come through your phone as a logarithm on Instagram. So this is real. Yeah, and I've showed you websites as well where they are very sophisticated. And I'm sitting there like, "How do they have every single dunk, every single Yeezy, every single hot release that's limited? They got a full size run of everything. Everything's either at retail or a little bit below." That was just too good to be true. And then I keep, and I'm looking up like three versions of the site where the frames of the site look and navigate the same. And then at the bottom where they have like these pictures of storefronts and everything, and then they say that they're international as well. Um, come on. When I search the address, especially the, the two U.S. addresses on there, they come up to like stadium kicks. Mm. So that's... Stadium Kids has their own thing, though. You know what I'm saying? Their own stores, their own, in, in the stadium goods or whatever. I, I forget, that's the if I conflated the terms, sorry, but um, that's the store, right? And so somebody's posing, um, and I'm sure that they're getting plenty of of, of money. And mm-hmm. then you know there was the other um, site I've talked about probably like a year ago, um, uh, Kicks Crew, because I you know I already blasted them, so I'm gonna say it again. Mm-hmm. Um, and they do a lot of shipping straight from China, um, you know, and that's where I got some. Uh, Yeezy basketball shoes that I wasn't comfortable with, and but they come with the authorization certificate and a tag, just like StockX and eBay does now. Um, and they wouldn't, it was they wouldn't answer any of my claims when I was asking about validation of the materials, what was going on. That even the tags don't even look like the regular retail tags. So I say I have other shoes, other Yeezys that look just like this, and the tags are different. So what's different about yours? And I had to do that because I wear like half sizes. So I have the, that per, that unicorn 12 and a half size. So that's always hard to get. So understand where sometimes there well, something might be off. So I'm asking all these questions. I kind of knew what it was, um, but they didn't respond to me for nothing. But as soon as I open a claim, a chargeback claim, mm-hmm. now they respond mm-hmm. and then they say, well, we can't do anything until you return the item. What's wrong with the item? And I was just like, now they want to talk. I'm like, oh, well, you didn't respond to my four emails with picture documentation, but now that I'm trying to get the money back, you're saying you won't give me nothing back until I, I, I ship them, until uh, uh, I ship them back to you. All right. And then you're saying you're going to make me pay for the shipping, to ship it back. Um, so I still did all that and got my, got my money. Um, because and I won because I actually uh, included the shipping charges in the chargeback claim um, uh, with PayPal. Um, so I made it a lump sum, and uh, because I was shipping it back, I was. It came to me for U.S. distribution, but to return it, I had to send it to, to China. China. So I was <laughs> like, so so that was a red flag that I didn't even know about until I got into that. I was like, so I got to send it back to China. Come on now, uh, you know what I mean? So like those little things, I've seen some influencers on social media right now. Um, you know, um, um, I'm not going to name their name, but you know, there's a guy that you know, saying he's an artist or whatever. Um, him and his wife 
you know, do little videos and everything. And he loves Giannis. Um, um, and actually, uh, in the last series, if you look at some commercial or, or some breaks when they pan the crowd, guy and his wife have camera finds them. Um, okay. And, um, so they're popping on social media. He loves Giannis. Um, so, um, uh, if, you know, again, I'm not naming their names, but if you, if, if you know the guy that he calls him Giannis, you know who I'm talking about. Um, so, and he, his wife bought him multiple pairs of the Uno collection mm-hmm. from Giannis. But every single time she did, she, they do a little unboxing and she surprises him. And the first video I saw when she did it, saw the Kicks crew tag on mm-hmm. the thing. And then she was just like, yeah, I got you these new shoes. And he was so excited and everything. And I sat there and I was just like, I've seen that tag before. And then they're posting it because they're also, this is also an ad. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. So they didn't just go online and just mm-hmm. do all this stuff. It's an ad. All yep. right. But because if you're not sensitive to how ads work on Instagram and everything and how these creatives are just making regular like life situations and turning it into an ad, if you don't go through all the hashtags and see that they hashtag ad, um, and you're then you're being fed, um, and again for promotional use. Um, so I can't tell if there was a you know, right or wrong. Um, you know what I'm saying it's from the quick shots that they put on there. But I knew that tag instantly, uh, and and it's having influencers why that they are popular, not because they have good product and they have great customer service. And as consumers, we need to be more concerned with the customer service and the products, and stop, uh, you know, buying into the sheep and the influencers. I got, got a, here too. I got a story to tell, man, but I'm gonna hold on to it for another segment because um, the thing you said, Tony, is so on point. And the disappointing thing about that is um, Kicks is still alive and booming, and they're still profiting and still doing what they do, even with your situation. Key thing with Zadie Kicks is that he's now closed for business. But at the same time, discontent is everyone I talk to, even from the very beginning of the early 2000s, when this pre-order thing became a thing. Everyone's defense, Tony, was I'm going to get refunded if he can get me my shoes. And one thing I've said before, and I've said this probably four or five times throughout, um, you know, our seasons here at Soul Material, heads are the most patient consumers ever. They want is their money back. It could take you three weeks, it could take you five weeks, they may blast you, but all they want is their money back. And fortunate thing is that this is now stamping the game, black marking the game, because no one can say, yeah, I just pre-ordered with him and I'm guaranteed my refund. Maybe not because someone is slick enough to take your funds and file chapter seven. And from what I was told, what I have researched, and he got, had you orders. Got your own email, right? You got yeah. your own email. Just clear for the audience. He, 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 was, he was still taking orders. And one thing Tony and I talked about, you were going through this process. It's not like, hey, I'm going to go online, click this, and it happens. It's a process, maybe weeks. So it's weeks where this guy is still collecting funds um, before the Chapter 7, yes, is uh, approved and he's able to do these things. So this is the first time that I know in history that someone can tell me that they um, basically pre-ordered and their money back. That's always been the thing with pre-ordering. And so my thing is tell people You know what? And I'm about to go into politics really quick and then jump back out and say that you know, prior to the, the last election um, and after the results of the re- uh, election, um, the fact that opens up giving platforms mm-hmm. um, for the next election cycle because he's trying to capitalize on the rage of people of him not winning, that they're just going to pour money and give him money for his next campaign. 
Who said that there was going to be a next campaign? There you go. That money goes to him. There you go. This, and, and, it's, and it's not even like restricted and do all that, you know, capital type of thing. It's, you know, it's for general funding, meaning he could do that. He could use it for his personal expenses or this, business. this, and this, and just call it business. Uh, as long as it's related towards getting to a campaign, you know, then that's all that matters. You know what I mean? So the fact that he was opening up, made a new nonprofit just to take that money. Like, that's the same thing. Like, you know you about to get got, but you still, but you just going to, you know, get that extra fluff because you've been, that's another sign that that's what you've been doing to live off of and all these other stuff in between um, because of cash flow is king. And if you got too much of money out there, you don't have money to operate with, which is why you have to keep taking it on. Keep floating. And, 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 and you keep giving it out more than you're getting it back, um, you know, so. That's a vicious cycle, man. That's a vicious cycle. It Live never in. ends well. That's there why it's go. a pyramid because when one domino falls, the rest of them fall, and that's what's happening here. So any plug or connect that was any plug that was connected to this guy, um, you know, you're feeling the wrath, and then now you got to scramble again because you can't. Who's the next person you gonna order thirty thousand dollars of of white and black Fords from when you don't even need to buy that many of that shoe, but you're doing it so that you can make your forty dollars um you know and just keep going over and over again and call yourself a sneaker a business um speaking of the sneaker business tony i know for sure with all of these buy sell trade shops even in these malls i know there are some stores in this country that got by him they're never going to admit it they're never going to go public but i know for sure some of these big dollar amounts that he has been able to confiscate it's not coming from just individuals maybe because of credit cards and so forth but some i got this nagging suspicion that we got some buy sell trade stores um that's in this mix as well well yeah because you know again that's how they're trying to feed inventory or you know plugs going around sprinkling inventory to mm-hmm. multiple shops mm-hmm. um you know and um and then now what oh so, are those plugs gonna go back to those shops and be like hey uh since i couldn't get my money you know back because and it's still floating with you. Mm-hmm. Do you do do are are is the the ramifications of some recall about to happen? Uh, you know, at that you know informal level where you're gonna go back and start uh, taking back some inventory, or you know, putting you know different tabs on these uh, on these accounts uh, to get get your money back because you know you're stuck in the middle of uh, you know that never ending cycle of, of of that cash flow right there. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, don't uh. It just reminds me of um, you know, I saw a recent clip of Adrian Bronner, um, the 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 fighter, um, because he's going through so much legal issues, mm-hmm. um, and and he was and apparently I whatever eighty thousand dollars whatever that he owes, um, and the judge to so the video of the judge actually questioning him because it's just like, what do you mean you can't pay it? Mm. You know, you're sitting here. I'm and it shows the phone. It's like you're on Instagram flossing all of this money um like how can you not pay this when you have all this money and you're telling everyone what you have um and you're trying to show it but now legally you can't pay none of this stuff and you're telling me you can't what's going on you know what his answer was it's just like what's going on in this sneaker game his answer was that's not my money he said i have rich friends that's their money they let me make videos with their money it's because i have an image all of that is real um, you know what I'm saying? Like, the, the, look how much you, you're feeding into that. All right. So, 
Um, you guys can look those, those videos up online because uh, I didn't make that up. Um, <laughs> uh, but that's, you know, the level of optics. That's the level of, you know, nobody cares. He stood in front of a judge and said it with a straight face. Like, that's like, what do you mean? That's not even, don't hold me accountable, um, you know, for looking like I have money. That's not my money. I'm just the character online. So I have to maintain my image so um, or else you won't get sponsors and all this other stuff right to to get more equipment to be an actor i'm just an actor out here but i'm promoting myself and i'll have a company or a, a agency or agent back me up i'm just acting i am who i say i am don't make me be who i really am Woo! message that's what's going on in the world that's what social media that's what you know these plugs and connects you know you know how long is the extension i think uh well, when we were talking about this, I said something like this. It, it, it ends up being like a bunch of old extension cords on top of extension cords out the eighth floor of the apartment building that's actually plugged into the lamp post on the corner. Because uh, we're not getting, we're not generating any of, this, any of this energy on our own. We're stealing it. And then we're overextending ourselves in ways that you should not, that, that don't make any sense. All right, that whole scene I just pictured, pictured for you. Guess what happens when it rains? It's gonna be a short, short, short circuit. All right. Totally. Um, so that's what's going on. And yeah, you can mess it up for everyone and black the whole block out uh, just by doing that. We're gonna keep going with, with that analogy. Um, you know, I go five levels inception when we give these examples. But I hope that that's relevant for everyone that's listening right now because these are the ramifications. This is the tip of the iceberg, people. This is one of many, all right? Um, so it's just, and it's amazing the attention that they're getting. Um, and it's not, well, let me re rephrase that. It's not amazing. Um, it's news, it's clickbait, so they're giving it attention. Mm -hmm. the, the, the question is, why would you give this person so much attention for being such a influential person and to connect in the game if you too many people knew that this was what was going on um, and you're willing to accept it and then now that it's over um, and things are going wrong now let's just talk about everything that's going wrong and then it's almost like the same blogs that are telling these stories weren't the same blogs fluffing it up um, and, and giving this dude clout. And that's why all these people were spending all this money because they, you know, these blogs and everyone keeps talking about it and co-signing these folks um, and not just being real with them, um, you know, and calling them out for who they are or just saying these people exist, but be careful, you know, you know, our, you know, we're around with the early stages of unboxing videos. Mm -hmm. um, and then there was a, a couple guys that used to really be the, you know, the, the couple first ones doing unboxing videos. But half of those video, half of those unboxes were not always a hundred percent. You know what I mean? So it was just like it was almost watching the video to see what the roll of the dice was going to be. There you go. Um, you know, but they were still talked about and and idolized as if they're the you know like they got the plug and this this this. And but they're not telling you that they're paying so much money just to get that as well. Um, you know what I mean? So again, it was just all about capping and optics and, and everything so that they can pose. Um, but at the end of the day, um, you know, you can't cover everything up with the with the makeup and all this other stuff. You know what I mean? Like you was who you was before you got here. Indeed. In closing, I would just want to just make a plea Everyone in a community. Um, educate yourselves on when you do pre-order on the refund um, policies and procedures and practices and even dealing with someone with 100% feedback and this, that, and the third. Um, things happen and so forth. So 
Um, even with StockX and GOAT and Grail and so forth, um, they've had times where they've had to refund folks and, and have all kinds of things. And I still got stories about that. But either way, just make sure um, you're strategic enough to not get in a situation in which um, you have a certain amount of money that can be lost because an individual, quote unquote, company that looks like they're legit online um, can file Chapter 7 or do other things in which um, cannot recoup um, the money that uh, you pre-orders. End of the day, um, I don't blame anyone for their enthusiasm, lack of intelligence or emotional intelligence or smarts or what have you. End of the day, we're all human beings. And if you make an agreement with someone, it is already contractually bound that if you gave your funds to sell someone, you deserve you know, your funds back or goods that you were expecting. And that's just human DC 101. So just be, be aware of the refund policies of wherever you buy and purchase from because um, things are getting hectic in a hobby um, that is becoming so capitalistic now because of all the black money, black market money that's now involved um, with the uh, direct to consumer model and getting harder to get kicks at your um, regular foot lockers or mall or uh, local shops. Yeah. And, you know, that's great advice from the OG. And then as far as the shark over here, I'm going to just double down on that because actually work in the payment processing uh, industry. So, um, again, protect yourself when it comes to, um, you know, the purchases that you make, um, pre-orders or anything. Um, if you're anything that's online, I said, you know, I really love what PayPal is doing. So if you have any cards or anything uh, or accounts associated with PayPal, it's always great to use because they have great customer service and they also um are really good at, at handling uh, chargeback cases so that you can, they do more than a regular person would do on your own. Um, but, um, and just think about some of your other cards. I would actually recommend using Visa um, mm. as well. Uh, Visa has um, strict uh, chargeback rules that merchants um, can't operate through the loopholes. Um, whereas someone like American Express, there's some loopholes. Um, so just uh, be careful about the rules on your your charge cards and um, um, any other third-party um, apps, applications um, that you're making purchases for, um, and just know the rules um, so that uh, if you get in a sticky situation, um, you don't uh, come up losing uh, too much in the end. So, again, that's you over here at the Soul Material Podcast. is always about clarity over popularity. So it's not these are heavy topics. We want you to learn. We want you to grow. Um, and be better. Um, so it's the podcast you, you cheer for outside of the plus and connects out there being froggy in the game. <laughs> hey, it is what it is. We call it like it is. So, um, you know, like I said, we're not here for the likes and the clickbait and the optics. Um, you know, our, our, our listeners, um, are here for a reason. Appreciate you. Um, and, um, it's another episode in the books till next time. Let's do it. T Mark the street short signing off. And the O-G-E-O. Peace out. It's old material. Brooklyn controlling now. 11 on the shot clock. And Howard with an alley-oop to Weber. And the Washington Bullets have opened up a nine-point lead. With